对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对。That's right, sports fans. It's March Madness here on March 2023. But instead of which school is best at basketball, we're going to talk about which school is best at being extremely evil, or in some cases, like mundane banality of evil. Sorry, it's Canada, but that's the plan. Yeah, evil at basketball. Am I right, fellas? That's right. <laughs> These schools suck. They're all white dudes. That's true. A lot of them <laughs> are not good at basketball. They, Carleton University is not on this list. The great Canadian basketball university. Basketball didn't exist, as far as I'm concerned, until uh, Kobe's helicopter went down. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that's when that's the sport when the game, game came into itself. That's when we yeah. started recording this show. Uh, mm-hmm. which I think did a lot for the sport as well. He was listening to us in the... He's <laughs> <laughs> like, these white... the pilot was giggling. So these hard. white boys are funny. <laughs> it's what the pilot, the white guy said. It's what the white pilot said. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we don't talk about that enough, how the pilot and the Kobe Bryant plane crashed. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about how his, he went by Dr. Yakub. Yeah, I was going to say, he was a, a Yakubian agent designed to take out the pinnacle. Of... He, was a, he was a Yakubian goddess. Yeah. <laughs> oh. This went underreported, but I saw helicopter uh, pilots actually dancing uh, across mm. the river after it happened. It was really upsetting. Yeah, the TMZ guy, as they were like recording all the footage from above, got out and did the Fortnite dance. <laughs> I, th- there was there was a tip that all the helicopter pilots got that day not to fly. One of the most, the only day of national unity was the day after LeBron, not LeBron, Kobe. Who died? Who was it? Who died? Kobe Bryant. Yeah, not LeBron James. No, <laughs> that would okay. be the day man. Michael. Like LeBron is. A generational poster in the sense that I've he like it's clear that he spent his entire life doing one thing extremely well, which is basketball. Because every time he posts online, it's like I love listening to music. There's nothing quite yeah. like music, and like Magic Johnson also has that very unique like normie homespun style of posting. So it must be like you're just so elite and excellent at you know your chosen profession that your brain just doesn't have the power to come up with anything else like LeBron, like posts webcam footage of him dancing in front of his computer with the caption like this is a good weekend yeah it's like taco <laughs> like, tuesday coming up you're Although like, the, <laughs> what does that mean the tom and jerry post is an all-timer where it's lebron two of his children just staring like doing the fluoride stare at the camera and it's like watching some tom and jerry before school <laughs> and that is an all-timer yeah kobe was never a poster like that that's one thing where lebron un- unquestionably hasn't beaten is True. we have way way more funny lebron posts than we ever did kobe posts and, and and i must say speaking of march madness we are talking about canada's most evil school we're going to be going through we're going to be ranking the schools we're going to give you the rundown on um why you should go to each of these to <laughs> level up you so you can min max your yeah. evil points yeah. This is true. Yeah, this like it could be useful. Like, do you want to be a necromancer? Uh, yeah. Just a normal finance goon. Diablo uh, 4 is coming out. Yeah, so. uh, yeah like a, a, any number. Yeah, like just what class you want to spec into. Yeah. Uh, what, Yeah. again, kind of uh, of spook or creep uh, yeah. or, you know, uh, various derogatory term you personally want to embody. However, I must say I am disappointed in you both. Uh, Dean and Jesse. And the reason why I'm disappointed in you is because you actually didn't list the most evil school in Canada. Um, you missed out on Sissy University. Sissy University is a very... Where is it located? Online. Okay. So okay. Not... Is, is it like Everest College? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just get a quick degree. Yeah. Are you sick Six of months? Sit, sitting on the... <laughs> Sitting on the couch being your assigned gender at birth. They play the, yeah, they play the videos before Judge Judy every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one day it's a black guy, the next day it's a black girl, and it's like, yes, here we go. I Same graduated hat. from Sissy University. Yeah, I went to Anime University. <laughs> I must say, I did look this up beforehand because I wanted to know if people looked it up, they would find Sissy University. I guess it's an online chastity feminization oh. game. 
Okay. Oh, but the game. best thing is that uh, this the third post down is is there interest in a Sissy University two? And it's from like last year. Yeah. This around this time, people just be on like, huh? Any takers? What if we? What if we did? What if we did a sequel? I'd play it. Is it yeah. free? Or does uh, yeah. it come? Oh, then why are you even asking? What kind of classes do you take? Latex, at BDSM, bondage, inflation, <laughs> chastity. See, that doesn't sound, none of that sounds sissy. Dude. That's all sounds yeah. very hardcore. Yeah, those are different, <laughs> different, different breeds. You know? Eye contact. <laughs> I, like, I'm still on the eye contact class. Uh, I've been yeah. taking a master class for a while. Is there a Going character to, creator? Go into a, a Buffalo Wild Wing with a shirt that says inflation is for real men. <laughs> Can I? Is it like a Saints Row Two style character creator? Like how how messed up can I make my That'd be character? So sick. Yeah. I'm just deformed. Yeah, you're gonna be the most beautiful sissy in the world. Well, you can put you know sissy you as the as like a wild card. You know, maybe we yeah, can revisit a honorable mention. Yeah, like the champion can play sissy you in the in the in the special finals. You know, <laughs> that can be that can be the big matchup we end off on. Anyways, that was just some bits and banter for you folks. Had to look into that one. That's what I showed up with today. Hope you enjoyed. I hate banter. You like bits, though? <laughs> eh, I can take them or leave them. What about bites? I do like biting. I am on, I am, <laughs> I am on bite status. <laughs> yeah, you gotta wear the big pads with me. I'll rip right yeah, through them. Yeah, we put a muzzle on him when he goes out and buzzes. <laughs> Yeah, and they used to make me have to wear a muzzle for two years. No, that's really <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the pivot we're going to take now. All right, so we chose 10 Canadian universities, uh, ranging mostly Quebec and Ontario, because, I mean, that's where everything happens anyways. But uh, Sorry, Prairie folks. Yeah, I literally looked into it, and it's like, University of Manitoba, it's like famous alum, and it's literally nobody I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem. It's like you, you live like hobbits out there. So, like, obviously, like, if you were to wield an evil university, like, the worst thing you could become is a schmeagle. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you need uh, someone of, of, uh, of firmer stock in order to fully you know incorporate the dark sacraments uh in your own person yeah it's like it's like the difference between like the schools that we're listing is like full of draculas and then everything out in the prairies is like dracula's doorman for his castle well yeah it's like it's like you know clearing like low-level goblins like no one's yeah. impressed by that yeah it's like skeletons in the first cave yeah. It's also just logistically speaking, a lot of the older schools are in like central Canada. And because they're older schools, they're ascribed this notion of like, you know, value or grandeur. So it's like, oh, I have to get my degree from Queens. I have to get my degree from McGill. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah, and, and have legacies of, yeah. you know, wealthy elites attending them, which is going to by necessity, you know, sort of pool uh, misery and suffering. It's it's for when you get interviewed by the 90-year-old at a oil firm and they go, oh, I know of, you know, McMaster, rather than being like, you know, Sissy University. <laughs> they keep turning me down. <laughs> you know, like, they, I, they I've might been not Sissy know University of the accreditation. for 12 years. I paid my nickel and I, not, I should get a job after that but no they, not in this yeah, economy they, maybe they don't recognize it i don't know there's a lot of stigma around the university yeah a lot of scandals uh, yeah so, a lot so, of skanks yeah well <laughs> that does come with territory so it's a very scientific uh objective ranking system where we yeah. look at university itself look at some of the scandals it might have dealt with look at some of the notable alum that have passed through its gates and then also mm. some of it is vibe based yeah, and then we rank how like, beautiful their women are. Yeah, well, that comes with terror. You know, that's implicit. Again, so, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that Zuck beat us to that like 20 years ago. Yeah, but ranking yeah. college girls' I, hotness is passe. I do forget about that. He essentially made the rank my poo, but for women. Yeah. yeah. So some of these, it's just like the vibes are completely off. And it's like you, you go there, you're like, oh, yeah, this is not my kind of place. So that factors in as well there are two oh yeah you just, like if it's on a bad ley line or something i feel like yeah. that's valid yeah close to the water so there are two two blocks block a and we'll we'll review the the uh the candidates before we go into the actual matchups so yeah, block a our top seed so they get a buy from round one here so we aren't going to talk about them quite yet but mcgill yep. university oof 
That's a toughie. I have it as number two. Realistically, the, the number two team in this bracket is actually, in my opinion, the Royal Military College based out of Kingston, Ontario. And we will ah. talk about why. Although uh, listeners to this show will probably understand, or if you just have common sense, you'll understand why RMC is ranked so highly. They won't give me my guns back. Uh, the University of Laval. This one is mostly just me being petty. So, but mm. we'll talk more about it. It's, it. It is a Quebec university based in Montreal. So they are not without sin just by default. Yeah, that's, that's going to put you down about 50 oh. points in my book off, right yeah. off the bat. My hosts are francophobic. Yes. Um, yeah. I love, Fra- I date a Franco. Yeah, you that's know? fine. I'm you would not... date James Franco, the serial <laughs> pedophile? Okay. I already have. Interesting. I, we got, uh, rounding it out, McMaster, based out of Hamilton, and then St. Mm. Mary's, based out of Nova Scotia. I was going to say, that was one that was not on my radar at all. Oh. I don't think I've ever heard the name. So, Oh, I remember, I mostly remember it because of one very big scandal they have, and okay, uh, cool. it's burned into my brain. Block B. Your team with the bye, of course, Queen's University, one of the other yeah. heavy favorites. Chog Isle, everybody. That's right. If only, like, there, we've talked about a lot of stuff related to Queen's, so we won't go um, super duper in depth on some of the things, but, like, you could just look at the list of alumni alone yeah, and be like, just, oh, yeah. Just broadly. This is bad. Uh, number two in Block B, Dalhousie University. Oh, yep. wow. Yeah. Coolest so name for a some university. Some more Nova Scotia reps. Yeah, it turns out the Maritimes uh, has some concentrated evil around the Nova yeah. Sco- like Halifax, Nova Scotia area. Sort of like a shadows over Innsmouth uh, situation mm-hmm. over there. It was because um, Acadians are kind of just born with it. Born with what? <laughs> the stink. I don't know. The evil. I, is this lateral <laughs> violence? <laughs> is that a thing where like Ontario indigenous people hate? <laughs> okay, like, Acadians are not indigenous people. Are they not parsh? Oh no, I'm thinking of uh fuck, what is it? Is it not Acadians? Oh no, I'm just thinking of my no. friend who is Acadian who's also indigenous. <laughs> I'm just thinking about my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well what is uh, it? What's what's I'm the, just thinking uh, about this guy I saw on the street one time. I just I thought he might have been Acadian. I what's what, what's the group? Uh, Mi'kmaq? Uh, uh like more there's a more broad term for somebody who maybe it was, maybe it is Mi'kmaq, but like they're the you know their ancestors like settled with european settlers so they're they have like half yeah exactly so my Uh, friend who's metis acadian that's why i got got them i'm not shitting on the metis you're shitting on the on the metis Metis cool i would never say any i've never said anything in private about them no, the Acadians are just the guys that got expelled. That's right. I, I yeah. would, on, I would love to be on a pirate ship with my mateys. I feel like that <laughs> we would have a lot of fun. There you go. <laughs> that is good. So controversial number three. You could argue this could be a number one any other year. The University of Toronto. Ooh, okay. yeah, yeah. No, definitely they need to be in the running somewhere for sure. I know some ghouls going there. So, oh yeah. Uh, I put Western and then Simon Fraser. So Western Ontario, based out of London, then Simon Fraser University, which I feel like nobody really knows about, Mm-mm. but they have such a silly, ridiculous, just like set of decisions that have gone into the history of their school that I had to put them on the list, if only so we can discuss it. I don't expect them to win, but I do expect us to have a good time laughing about it. All I'm right. excited. Well, what's our first matchup? Well, I guess, do you guys want to do block A or block B first? I was born in the B block. Okay, we can do block B. So essentially what happens is in a tournament format, you know, your top seeds play the lower seeds first. So with Queens getting the bye, we will move on to number two, Dalhousie University, and number five, Simon Fraser. So do you guys want to do Dal or Simon Fraser first? Let's do Dal. Okay. Now, Dal is like considered to be, you know, among the notion of the Canadian Ivy League, which is basically just, you know, it's the bullshit, all the old schools that were founded in the 1800s. But uh, like Canadian Ivy implies like a lot of prestige that none of these mm -hmm. schools can honestly claim. Yeah, it's it's just, you know, it's branding bullshit. But because it is so established and entrenched, it does have a list, a pretty impressive alumni list for what is a pretty small school. Uh, so some alumni that you may have heard of, and then one I'm sure you've never heard of, but I find interesting. So former Prime Minister Joe Clark. Everyone, yeah, everyone loves Joe Clark. Famously won on like a fluke because everybody hated Trudeau and then immediately lost to Trudeau again. 
Yeah, pretty rough. One of the conservative duds. He like like Kim Campbell. It was a Kim Campbell situation just, you know, 14 years prior. Mm. Uh, one of my all time favorite Canadian prime ministers because of how bad he was at the job. R.B. Bennett is a Dalhousie University grad. R.B. Bennett very famously was the Canadian prime minister during the worst of the Great Depression. And he was, you know, he's like this fancy lad. He had claim to like a royal title in a distant thing. So he was basically like yeah, yeah, a that's Vicar. A great, and like that's a, a great time. That's <laughs> yeah. a great time to, to you know, brag about that. Great yeah, Depression is happening. It's like, yeah, I'm kind of royalty. Yeah, he's like this extremely wealthy, fancy lad. He uh, had the meats. And, and his plan to get Canadians out of the Great Depression was to crack down on austerity, establish work camps, and do nothing to actually provide social supports. Mm. So uh, very, there were these things known as Bennett buggies, which were basically horse-drawn carriage. And it, that was like, oh, like these are R.B. Bennett's cars for the future. It's a horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> Thank so, God. Uh, not, not as good as the Uber flag, but no. you know, we were trying our best. Like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're always in the backseat and double dash. Yeah. More Canadian specific alumna, Brian Mulrooney, another conservative prime minister. Not a lot to say about Brian Mulrooney. He got in on this massive, you know, conservative wave of politics that was happening in the late 1980s. He fucked up the Meech Lake Accord and he would be succeeded by Jean Chrétien, who somehow managed to have more charisma than Brian Mulrooney. And Jean Chrétien, <laughs> not a charismatic dude. There's something to him. It was, it was it not charisma. lighting up rooms when he walked in, at the very no. least. He, although, Brian Mulroney would never have the guts to choke a journalist, which mm -hmm. I think was also a definitive factor. Uh, conservative leadership hopeful, Peter McKay. Huh? Wow. There you go. Wow. Big loser. Yeah. yeah we were, lots of losers going to school. <laughs> we were hyping him up before. Yeah. One-term wonders. Just... Peter McKay, Brian Mulroney, Joe Clark, one for our friend Grace, virulent transphobe Ray Blanchard, big Dalhousie University Sweet. alumnus. Sweet. Awesome. And of course, also, one of two schools that can claim uh, him as an alumni, the food professor. That's oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the food professor. And now, Chance, if you'd like to read off. Uh, the name of the other alumnus of interest, please. Yeah, go, go there, right there's ahead. a really big one. Uh, so the former prime minister of Fiji, who took power with Haku in 2006, currently suspended from parliament, Frank Banana Rama. That's right. There you go. So his story is an interesting one. He went to Dalhousie. Then he ended up going back to Fiji, where he's from originally, served in like the Fiji Navy. And then became like the Navy dictator, essentially, when this coup in 2006. Jeez, that's and brutal. I will say there was like a weird amount of people that would end up becoming the leader of Fiji that went to Canadian universities, right? Like, look at the alumnus. It's like, oh, former prime minister of Fiji. And it's like two different guys. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, the like, hell? what's going on here? Like, why is this an established thing? Obviously, colonialism bad for a number of reasons. You know, the, the continued supremacy of the global north uh, is absurd, uh, especially because if you're going to become like a military despot of Fiji, I feel like you shouldn't have to go from Fiji to Halifax yeah. to study. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like, no wonder the guy, like, you know, w was a little uh, rough handed, maybe. Like, I, that would drive anyone crazy, leaving actual paradise for Halifax. One of the more interesting <laughs> things about Dalhousie, this isn't some, like anything that points towards the evil score, but they were like the first Canadian university to establish a satellite university in Japan, of all places. Oh. Yeah. So like Dalhousie's got this big like fucking weeb culture thing. Like they're just like, we love Japan. We're getting That's all of so our shit sick. in there. I think it's like a business school thing where they're like, oh, you know, come oh, to well, Dalhousie. Less sick. But, but yeah. I just I was chuckling at the idea of like Dalhousie, like their their chancellor in 1998 being like gifted a samurai sword and being like, this is the greatest. We're going to build <laughs> West Side College here. Yeah, their, their mascot should be a Gundam or something. Just really lean into it. That's oh, that is so sick. It'd be better than, you know, what they've currently got, which I believe is the tiger. Oh, so, lame. Yeah, There's no tigers in Canada. No, exactly. There's no uh, tigers in Halifax. Now, here's the here's the big thing. And here's why Dal was so high on my list. Because I remember this scandal happening at the time. And this scandal all started because of a little website 
known as Facebook. That's right. Facebook.com played an integral role in one of the most damaging scandals to happen to a Canadian university in like 25 years. So in 2015, you know, they've got an incoming crop of people to Dallas Dentistry School. You know, you, you do the classic thing where you, you, you get added to like your university's Facebook, you know, group. Like uh, Queen's Class of 2017. Da-da-da-da-da. You know how it is. So they have one for the gentleman of the Dalhousie Dentistry Program called the Class of 2015 DDS Gentleman's Club. Gentlemen. Hmm. Like a sir. Yeah. Interesting way to phrase it. And uh, on this Facebook page, so some of the posts on this page included a poll uh, listing the names of classmates, uh, which has the, you know, question, who would you hate fuck? And the name of girls in that class. Ooh, okay. Uh, a lot Inside of stuff thoughts. about chloroform and, you know, like basically just saying, like, Jesus. oh, I, I want to have sex with, you know, this classmate, this girl. Like, really, the posts are pretty horrible, even for the time. Were they linked to actual people? Oh, yeah. Like people <laughs> put their name besides saying those so, things? So interestingly enough, though, uh, there were 13 individuals that I identified as like the key players in this group and in the scandal. Their names were never released publicly. Originally, they were given two month suspensions from doing their placements, except it didn't really impact them because 12 of these 13 would graduate later that year with like out any backlash whatsoever sweet cool and dalhousie would spend over six hundred and eighty-one thousand dollars, basically on pr and damage control man this i just wish we could go back to again like i i feel like i'm becoming more and more of a luddite mm. it'd be so much like do you remember back when we were kids and you just mm -hmm. have a flower and you'd pick off the petals and you'd be like she hate fucks me she hate fucks me not you know like it yeah. was nicer like yep. that yep exactly exactly Yep, so that's uh, that's Dalhousie University, uh, an underrated little little chunk of evil in the Halifax area, and it goes up against, now this one... Yeah, they're punching above their weight, honestly. Not a chance in hell that Simon Fraser University wins this one, but I just want to quickly talk about it because it's such a goofy university that really made me laugh. So Simon Fraser, located in the greater Vancouver area, spread across three different campuses, named for fur trader Simon Fraser, which is obviously a yeah. bad start. And spread mm -hmm. across three campuses also sounds fucking miserable. Yeah, that does sound horrible. Uh, the school was founded in 1965 and was originally called Fraser University, but the initials F.U. raised the stir. <laughs> oh, my God. No one's allowed to have any fun in this Fucking country pussies, at all. Man. Uh, basically... In like the mid 1960s into the early 70s, obviously a big period of political change, especially amongst university students. So Simon Fraser University experienced some internal strife in their Department of Political Science, Anthropology and Sociology, which was basically like a political dispute between the super left wing students and like the more hoity toity, like right wing professors. Okay. Uh, the students staged a sit in in the administrative buildings. They went on strike. It's like uh, it's really hard to find exact details as to what exactly the goal was. But I did find it interesting that Simon Fraser University, like as people were writing into the school newspaper saying they're trying to turn us into like the left wing university of for Canada. And I was like, interesting. <laughs> people talk like this back in 1965. Dude, yeah. dude it, time's a flat circle. Dean said that so many times. So I really don't have a great deal of evil stuff for you, but it is notable. Uh, some of their alumni, these are just people that mostly piss me off. Main one being Francesco Aquilini, who is the owner of the Vancouver Canucks and is considered by people even within the NHL to be like the worst owner and like the biggest piece of shit. Like people yeah. hate this guy. A hard list to top. And that's the thing. Ryan Beadle, who's the CEO of a development company. So obviously, you know, like a rich ghoul. And then... The beloved Margaret Trudeau, oh, a Simon Fraser True. University grad. Yeah. So here's no really why. I... Does the do like Maggie True? That's what it's, we used yeah, to I say heard back she then. Gave great head. And that's the thing. She was the master of it. I mostly just wanted to talk about Simon Fraser because of their insane football team, which uh, does not play in like the U Sports League. They used to play in the NIAA. Now they play in the NCAA Division II. But what always struck me as insane is that Simon Fraser University, which just to be clear, was established in 1965. 1965. Uh, hmm. their, their football team was originally known as the Klansmen. 
Oh. Ooh. And then the, hey, like, and then the clan. Like Highlands clan, yep. I think they were probably going for. Dumbasses. Uh, they kept these names <laughs> until 2020. <laughs> yeah. Which, well, the oh, Scottish man. aren't known for being the brightest, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, They chose one of the worst names for a team after that in 2022 when they became the simon fraser university red leaves oh my god we need like can we put these things to committee can we yeah. like yeah. do anything make it a public like, hire us out as like a focus group like off the dome five team names that are better than that oh um, it's, it's amazing the off the dome posts uh the <laughs> coat hangers um, yeah the wine glasses the clan number four Simon Fraser University did nothing wrong. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we could just make it a, uh, an online poll. Call yourself the Beavers. You're named after a fur guy. That'd actually be oh less. Oh my god! Yeah, Beavers terrible. is fun. Yeah. yeah, Simon Fraser Baja Blast University, or like Pine Martins. There's a lot of we. They, we have a country full of amazing creatures. Yeah, you cool can name yourself animals. after. Yeah, well, we also have red leaves, dumbass. That's not a good argument. That's a very good point. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and say and chime in if you disagree. Probably Dalhousie's winning yeah. that matchup. Yeah, easy. Thank That's you for not. coming, Simon Fraser. Uh, I'll say University of Toronto versus University of Western is also going to be a bit of a mismatch. Toronto, U of T. Let's talk mm. about the alumni. A lot God. of very famous people. <laughs> it's, this is like a hit list. Yeah. Jesse. This one's pretty bad. This one <laughs> really, not, really be caught with this. You don't want CSIS knowing you have this here. So University um, of Toronto, obviously, you know, one of the older universities, 1827, got a lot of very controversial individuals on its roster including obviously jordan peterson not his alumna so not where he he's not listed as like an alumnus for the school itself but obviously he's on the faculty page so he counts right paul martin former liberal prime minister guy who loved balancing yep. the budget and then his successor Stephen Harper, who only who didn't finish his degree, but he was there for a couple of years, so he counts. Fucking loser. <laughs> and then somebody who split their time between U of T and McGill, so we'll talk about her more later, Julie Payette, the mm. evil astronaut. Yep. <laughs> She's cool. Yeah. This she is was point also... four. <laughs> William Show Lyon. me your Pluto tattoo. And that's the thing. Somebody who's sicko, say dude. Is points four. Like William Lyon, Mackenzie King, soft spot for him. Love him. Yeah. But yeah, we talked about him in an episode, and he had his like lover who we watched die on the ice, and like yeah, that yeah, was cool. That, that was bizarre. <laughs> yeah, that was a strange that. one. Lester B. Pearson, a uh, big peacekeeping guy, you know, peacekeeping hmm, always mm. makes me say hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't one keep of my peace. one of my favorites, Michael Ignatieff, who was like one of the most famous Liberal Party losers, like just steered the Liberal Party into an absolute disaster considered to be the smartest guy in the room and just ate shit every time he was up for election. Yeah. Yeah. Hate yeah, Michael yeah. Ignatiev. Uh, oh yeah. The patriarch of the Rogers family, Edward Ooh. Samuel Rogers, evil, just uh, evil, evil man, evil man detected. Yeah. Pure evil. Uh, Paul from yes, that uh. Paul from <laughs> literally a world renowned white supremacist and Nazi uh, ideologist. Yeah. And friend uh, of the show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then two people, I really think the perfect, perfect duo, Craig Kielberger. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> One of the wee guys. <laughs> Craig Aidsburgers. And then mm. uh, Malcolm Gladwell, the true pedant. Who yeah. is... Oh, the man. worst. Yeah, one of the, the most punchable faces in all of publishing. Mm. Now, you look at that murderer's row and you're like, how is this only a three seed? And I'll tell you why. U of T has also had genuinely some of the coolest grads like ever, like Norman Jewison, who mm -hmm. I love, Donald Sutherland, Wayne Schuster, you know, mm -hmm. the com comedian, Naomi yep. Klein. Sick, Naomi Klein. David Cronenberg. Cronenberg is dope. And then uh, my I love Mary Berg. She's like a, a home chef. She's awesome. That's so sweet. If you're in the film program or you're doing like media studies, you're probably OK. But if you're like in any other program there, there is a high likelihood that you, you will fall victim to the taint and become evil. Yeah. So U of T, very, very classic university. What Western, once again, this one is just me being like they continue to destroy Queens in football making my life miserable <laughs> but beyond that they, they they have a couple interesting alumna 
headlined by Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary. Okay, very cool. Who I also learned was the president of TLC, the learning channel at one point. What? Yeah. What the hell? I know. I had no idea. That was insane to me. I, I had that to mention is insane. that. So, do you think he was the one who pitched the like thirteen kids and counting? Do you like, think he was like? No doubt, he was a part. He of He was like, like, you gotta do. You have to have more kids. Yeah, like the scumminess. <laughs> you know, I, I don't understand how only having twelve kids can make me money. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to need at least 13. 13 times more money. Yep, that's right. Uh, Galen Weston Sr. So <laughs> obviously his greatest sin is being the father of Galen Weston yeah, Jr. without a doubt. But he's also done some just shitty stuff in his own right. There's no way his son would end up that way if he wasn't a bad person. So True. <laughs> true. To Sins to the father. There. Important to m- yeah. remember that. He used, to, he used to, yeah, he used to make him barter at the dinner table. <laughs> For his very life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was the first bean dad. Yeah. So, <laughs> sell me on why we shouldn't just leave you on the side of the road with stakes tied around your neck for the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would imply that Galen Weston Jr. is like a good salesman. Yeah, which I true. don't believe he no, is. No, <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Uh, the next two guys are just like heads of, like, one's the head of a venture capital, Janus Capital, which is just, you know, mm. like private equity. Two faced. Ja- Jeff Beatty, the president of Woodbridge, just an evil like development company. And then Tim Hudak, for another conservative guy who flamed out in a blaze of glory. And then the last one I listed, just because I'm being petty, which is Thomas Christopher Collins, who's like the top Canadian cardinal. But if you're a member of the Catholic Church, especially high ranking, that is evil. Like the unequivocally yeah. evil. You are yeah, covering. Not good. So Western has like a couple heavy hitters. Yeah. They also made headlines like a few years ago for the Take Back the Night protests because they had like i think we mentioned it on the show just like a staggeringly high rate of reported sexual assaults on campus yeah. i remember it was really bad wasn't it wasn't like megan at western or something no she, she knows somebody who was oh though. she knew somebody who was yeah. there yeah. yeah and and it was just like even anecdotally it just sounded yeah. like a nightmare yeah. during like their homecoming and their frosh stuff Although, like, definitely that is points against against Western, but uh, I would argue that basically every university has yes. that exact problem. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's null and void across the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a point against everyone. Yeah. So what do, what do you think? I, Toronto just has too many heavy hitters for me to deny. Yeah, but I can't choose uh, Toronto because Cronenberg. Okay. So I'm choosing Western. All right. Sorry. I'm going to mark. Th- no, that's fine. I totally support that. Cronenberg and Peterson, my two favorite people. So I can't. No, I no. can't choose. I like it. March two. Madness is all about the upsets. Yeah. I'm all with right. You. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm true. with you. All right. I'm just highlighting Block my Western, winners. As, as I was trained to say. <laughs> so Block A, which is okay, yeah. headlined by McGill, but they've got their buy. So easy uh, buy. I'm going let, to. Let's do. RMC versus, you know, St. Mary's. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it up a bit, and then we'll do more. Right. So RMC, uh, some obvious reasons why this is a juggernaut, given the direct connection they have to the Canadian military and the <clears throat> problems they have had internally, plus mm-hmm. all the other horrible things that the Canadian military does overseas. Mm. And I'd like to add just one other little sin, which is making these poor, like, obviously hard to feel sad for an RMC kid. But True. you almost do have a little bit of pity for them a little bit. And when they're walking around with their stupid fucking uniforms. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Downtown all the Dweebs. time. Oh, my yeah. God. And their dumbass yee-yee-ass haircuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, like I, there's that classic picture of it's like this girlfriend of a soldier posted it where the soldier is standing in like battle formation with his hands behind his back at like a wendy's she's like i'm so proud of him he's always ready and it's like that's rmc in a nutshell that's so great yeah thank you rmc also one of the ones where the vibes are just insanely bad there like if you especially if you've either lived in kingston for a period of time or if you're from kingston rmc is like the most evil place to be it is horrible and they they genuinely terrorize downtown oh yeah it, like working in bars if we saw rmc guys rolling up we just wouldn't let them in <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, not a chance. keep walking and that goes without talking about well obviously the list of alum a lot of them are just military people that no one has ever heard of who you know once again you're in the military you are going to be complicit to the shit that goes on there but they have one very famous alum 
who I think is better known for his time spent outside the base than on it, which is Colonel Russell Williams. So (laughs) really great one for them from Tweed, Ontario. Yeah, the Burger King uh, famously tried to consume a toilet paper roll at a Burger King to kill himself after he'd been captured. Colonel Mustard. (laughs) Yeah, Colonel (laughs) Mustard. Because he wrote his suicide note on the wall. In, 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 in mustard. mustard. <laughs> yeah, Colonel Mustard. Yeah. We love Colonel Mustard. Oh, my, my God. Yeah. That is true, by the way. That, that is, is true. incredible. RMC also lays claim to the food professor. That was there his other is. school. Yeah. Oh. You thought we weren't going to talk about him again? Think yeah, again. he's back. Uh, Romeo Dallaire, the guy who famously just sat around with the UN peacekeeping force and just watched the Rwandan genocide happen. Great job uh, there. Yep. Patting uh, people on the back. Uh, and here's here's a fun one. Aaron O'Toole is an RMC guy. Oh, another loser. I know. Another one-term wonder. Absolute fucking moron he was the, herd. He, he went to school as the RMC bicycle. <laughs> they all took a turn riding him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got busted down crazy yeah. style. That's why he looks yeah, like that. It was, it was wild, man. Uh, speaking of sex, John, General, General Jonathan Vance, who was yeah. implicated in the very, very public sexual misconduct claim. Oh, wonderful oh, was he ever uh in addition to this real who's who of alum rmc also has a history of its students drowning under mysterious circumstances a few years ago like remember often. there was that van full of like four rmc guys that just like ended up in lake ontario without any real mm-hmm. reason why uh in 2012 there was a a cadet who died under mysterious circumstances ruled as a suicide. And then most famously in 2002, 2003 cadet Joe Grizel died in one of the most suspicious fucked up cases involving that school that is still unsolved to this very day and was immediately covered up by the Canadian military. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so like this, this is like ritualistic hazing. I I'm oh, guessing there's or... lots of that that goes on too. Like, so, hazing so, is like, a yeah, huge just like, thing. like just these like secret procedures that they do to the kids that like, not all of them get out of might not be even as formalized as that, but yeah, it's the say. Illuminati. There's definitely something profoundly fucked up happening. Yeah. At RMC that, you know, you're not allowed to talk about. It's like, for me, RMC is a strong, strong contender to go all the way, or at the very least, challenge Queens for, you know, block A supremacy. Or sorry, challenge McGill. Uh, on the other side, we have St. Mary's, also located in Halifax. Points against, you know, it's Canada's first Roman Catholic university. Not good. Yeah, not good. Boom. Sorry, folks. But the biggest kind of thing I have, because their alumni list isn't very interesting, John William Ash, who is the president of the UN General Assembly 68, which is a pretty big role to have, but it's the UN, so evil. Right off the bat, Alan Abraham, who is the lieutenant governor of Nova Scotia, who was Pierre Elliott Trudeau's pick for the role. So sorry, evil. Anybody associated with Pierre Elliott Trudeau, bad guy, not good. And then the rest, it's like MLAs and bank parasites, you know, not particularly interesting, but standard fair. Yeah. Yeah. Evil, but not maybe any more less evil than like, say, a Saskatchewan school. (laughs) However... The the chant. Yeah, that's and that's why they're on this list, because that's what put them on my radar, because I was in my first year in 2013, you know, doing doing Frosh Week stuff. And as all that was happening, there was a major national news story related to chants and songs being played during Frosh Week. (laughs) And not not chants, chant, chant, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was, there was a very fun one, which was Y is for your sister, U is for underage, and N is for not saying no or something. And it's like, we like them young at St. Yeah, Mary's. Yeah, N is for no consent. No St. Consent. Mary's boy, we like them young. Yeah. What do you, what do you band, mean, Y-U-N? What's, what's I know. That? They're, they're spelling, that doesn't even make sense. They're, they're doing the Chinese spelling. They're, they're doing young. <laughs> Just to be a little extra racist. Uh, also, the the SMU band was like playing songs that were extremely inappropriate. Like the they had like 
fucked up lyrics. Like the band oh, got no. in a lot of trouble. Like a Macarena or something? Yeah, that's right. They're doing an, a Maritime or Macarena. But it's like, <laughs> this is in the grand scheme of things a minor scandal, but it was like how blatant and like ridiculous it was at the time that really kind of caught everybody's attention. And certainly on Queen's campus, they were like, look, guys, just don't be like St. Mary's. Please don't do this. <laughs> That's about it. Like SMU, honestly, has they were good at football for a while. Now they're not. Uh, they lost to Queens for a national title, so you know I don't hate them because they they played like shit. So they're, they're kind of just on there, so I can talk about the chanting and the band thing. But yeah, I don't think but they're I think they got going to be RMC pretty severely cleaned, which is fine. You know, that... yeah, it was definitely an RMC win on that one. All right, RMC stays winning. Sorry, Laval and McMaster, and then once we have these ones covered, it's like it'll be it'll speed up quite a bit. Laval. Okay. Laval is a lot older than I thought it was. Laval dates back to 1852, but technically it traces its roots to 1663 when it was still a seminary. So what this is a fuck? very old it's actually pronounced seminary. A lot of people don't yeah. know that. Yeah, it was where people retained. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> yeah, they, pretty they, much. They taught the art. <laughs> uh, because it's so old a lot of the alumni on the list are like very old politicians also a lot of them were like guys that played major roles in the quebec separatist movement like more so than mcgill which i found to be very interesting huh i know i think it's because mcgill is more of an english language yeah school. it's it's listed as an english school yeah. it's like they're more international that's the thing but brian mulroney also like he did his like undergrad at laval and then you know did his law school at u of t so on there twice. Jean Chrétien, mm. the aforementioned Jean Chrétien, he's a Laval alum. Mm. Uh, René Lévesque, Lucien Bouchard, two integral figures in the Quebec sovereignty movement, like two of the biggest guys, both of whom took turns leading the Liberal and the Bloc Québécois parties, respectively. So big time players. And then another one of my favorite, like loser liberal candidates from the mid 2010s, Stéphane Dion. Yeah, it's just like I have oh, such a yeah. soft spot for Ignatiev, Stefan Dion, like all these guys that were just shuffled in to immediately get steamrolled by Stephen Harper. I was going to say, I haven't I haven't thought about them since then, really. No, and they were like everywhere. Like it was talked about constantly their role in the party. And oh, then yeah. it was just gone. They Bye. got fucked up. Uh, Laval, I kind of like Simon Fraser. I mostly just wanted to talk about how weird their football team is. Where Laval didn't have <laughs> well, a football, football team. The most, the most evil sport of all time. Yeah, the most evil schools. Their football team's pretty good. But they didn't have a football <laughs> team for 140 years. And then in 1996, a team was started what? by a low. Yeah, they just never had a team. So and then from, they just called up like some guys. Yes, <laughs> it was literally a local physical education teacher named Mike Labadee who like coached high school football, and then a wealthy alumnus named Jacques Tongay. Now Jacques Tongay, I cannot find like any actual information on. I was able to through like go reverse googling and like using translators find the address of like a furniture store. That was connected to him. So my understanding is that he's like a guy who just owned a bunch of like properties and owned a bunch of like chain furniture stores, like a bad boy mm. style. Yeah, guy. a Leon's type. Yeah, but he just invested a ton of money into basically creating overnight like a super successful football program where like they bought they paid for all these new extensions to like the athletics department to give them like a brand new gym, brand new field, and. Over the course of three years, they went from being, you know, obviously a bottom-dwelling team to the best program in Canada. Wow. And, and it's like, it, literally, they the season they started was also the season where the Quebec Nordiques left to go to Colorado. So it was like, oh, we're going to fill the void of NHL hockey by just keeping all the Quebec players in the province for football and turning them into a beastly football team. Yeah, just mm. our, our, like we just get the biggest kids we can. We strap them to a table. We feed them like three gallons of pea soup a day. Uh, and this is the result. Just like a dominant, angry yes. French Canadian team. That's, That's true. We kind of we kind of like, you know, raised the orcs from the mud with yeah. them. Yeah. And, and it worked. <laughs> the, the, the Quebecois Urukai. <laughs> yeah. From 1999 to 2022, the most recent season. They have won 16 provincial titles and 11 national championships. That is fucking crazy. It's that insane. Is insane. They, the only team that's beaten them for a provincial title is Montreal, like the University of Montreal, and they've won seven of those. Queens, 
for comparison, has won one provincial title and one national title in that time. <laughs> so kind of amazing how they just made that work. Yeah. Not really evil. I will say it's cool that they saw like what McGill was doing and going all in on being evil. And they're like, what if we just invested our money in getting really good at football instead? No, Laval, once again, just them beating Queens whenever they play. You know, it's just a personal, personal thing. And like the campus, the vibes are a little off there, but it's not as bad as, say, the next one, McMaster. Yeah. McMaster, you just know when you get there. I would say McMaster of all of these schools has the worst vibes campus Mm. one just like in terms of architecture and geography Mm -hmm. it's like yeah mcmaster rmc for me like those two i i I definitely agree though mcmaster is who i was thinking of. they've got some like nice limestone and Mm -hmm. like the hill at rmc like it is picturesque so mac also loses points because they were the toronto baptist college and they still have like the divinity college on site so you know obviously like a deep evangelical tie there Mm -hmm. uh their alumnus so two of the CEOs here are CEOs for companies that are like reviled and have gotten substantially worse, such as Arthur Fogel, who's the CEO of Live Nation. No which, relation? Boo, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> and then John D. House, who's the current CEO of Tim Hortons, a.k.a. the guy who saw everything go to shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. pretty sick. Uh, Cyrus Eaton, who is like a John Rockefeller dick rider in the 1900s. And then another one that's just me being petty, Claude Brochu who was a big, big wheel at Seagram's who owned the Montreal Expos and ran them into the ground. That's totally fair. That's I, a crime. I, I, I yeah, you, you're love allowed that to carry grudges like that forever. However, Mac also has some objectively cool people. So Harold Innes was like this devout anti-capitalist, like Canadian guy who was just like, all of his writing was so fascinating and so cool. Uh, John Candy was a Mac alum. Oh my God. Mm. And then, yes... Pokimane. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's go, dude. Oh, so, my God. man, that makes it tough. I know. John Candy and Pokimane, the collab we, we desperately need. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never, ever see yeah, it. I, 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 I'm sorry, uh, Laval. I was big into your, your team, and I wanted to seem less francophobic by v- saying that you were the better school, but I'm not voting against Pokimane. No, 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 no. We're, we're keeping Pokey. That's the thing. McMaster, although they have, once again, and I agree with Dean here, substantially worse vibes, will advance. All right. So yeah. let's, and this is a good point, Chance, where if, you know, we've hit the hour for the radio. So we're now moving on to the semifinals. And this is where the heavy hitters, you know, come in. So we'll go back to block, block B. And block B, I think fittingly, our matchup is going to be Queens University versus the University of Western Ontario. Wow. Here we are. Because wow. that is the lowest remaining seed. We've made it. Actually, one second. I want to make sure my seeding is right here. So we got rid of... This guy's always playing with his MF and seed. That's right. Yeah, who's up playing with their seed? So right we got now? rid of U of T. Oh, yeah. Actually, And you know what? We're going to do a triple threat. We're going to do a triple threat, and then the last one standing. That'll be our, our one-to-one. Ooh, a little Mexican standoff. Yeah, so we're going to switch it up a little bit. So block B will be Queens, Dal, and Western. All right. Mm. So let's let's talk about Queens, because we haven't covered them yet. Now, obviously, there's a lot of stuff we have covered. Yeah, Elon Musk lives here. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's right. Famously, <laughs> still here. <laughs> He's still here. So Queens, 1841. I didn't realize how many times Queens nearly folded throughout the 1800s. We were so yeah. close. God we was so willing close. It. Yeah. They almost merged the University of Toronto in the 1880s, which would have been so insufferable. Like, <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. That probably, it's probably a good thing that didn't happen. If it wasn't for like Armistice Day and the end of the First World War, Queens would have gone bankrupt as they didn't have any money and barely had any students left. <laughs> One million dollars of public money was raised to keep Queens open during that time. Which Insane. One million dollars in 1918. Yeah, they had to fucking start an OnlyFans. <laughs> they, they were selling out everything they could. <laughs> so, they were selling Queens feet pics. Ooh, now we're talking. The list of things that Queens has done that is evil we have covered, such as anything related to the mining program and the damage they do to the environment, indigenous populations, literally hiring like 
mercenaries to kill activists and kill indigenous community members living on prime land. So the mining faculty, yeah, one of the most heavily tied to energy and oil sectors. Absolutely. Uh, So we've talked about that in depth. Horrible, awful, mm-hmm. big points for why this is yep. such an the evil school. Queens had an indentured servant, uh, oh, disabled yes, Alfie black Pierce. man, and yeah, that was cool. So, if you're not familiar with that, <laughs> Alfie Pierce cool, Dean. literally lived in the basement of the J Duck next to uh, where they kept the bear, and yep. he was the mascot of the football team. They're like, oh, he was so beloved. Everybody showed up for his funeral. And then the counterpoint is, why was he working for free and living in a basement? They even had a campus club named after him oh, for yes. a very long time. Yes, they did. Alfies. Absolutely. Uh, let's look at some of the alumni. Derek Burney, who's a former CEO of Bell and now works with Shell and Can West Global. So there you go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> evil, evil energy Literally, the, like, you can't make up how ghoulish no. of a track record you have. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, Elon Musk for two years. Uh, enough said about him. Kimball Musk, his cowboy moron brother. Also, yeah, he really is a moron. Yeah. Lose, yeah, losing points just for the name alone. Yeah, Kimball yeah, Musk. Kimball. Yeah, that's sussy. Fuck it, we Kimball. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Romanoff from Dragon's Den, just like a you know venture capitalist ghoul. Yep. A least interesting of all the dragons. She's no Mister Wonderful. Yeah. Bye bye. Uh, Prince Takamoto Norihito of Japan, who is in line for the Japanese emperorship. Or, or now, was until he died, died. squad. Yeah, <laughs> which 47. is very funny. Yeah, 47. I, I'm trying. Okay, this this might be playfully racist and we can cut this. But <gasps> Let's like, hear it. Japanese guy dying at 47 of a heart attack playing squash? It, like, are, are we like, what's going on there? You know, is, was there, is there foul play of what he was uh, playing with some like Canadian diplomat? I don't know, maybe yeah, there's some was. sort of sub- subterfuge. Because I, I don't believe a, a man of his stature uh, would just keel over like that. That's not supposed to happen. The princess, what if he right? hit? What if he hit like his limit burst and hit a shot oh, so insane fuck. that it took all of his vitality, all of his I life force? I did consider about him hitting his limit oh, burst. Yeah, man. that's really yeah. He, like, he like hits the squash ball or whatever it is, and it just like catches on fire, <laughs> and it like explodes his racket, and he's like, with the last bit of energy I have. <gasps> And he slams yeah. it, and then he the died. ball was coming towards him, and he pulled out a Buster Sword. Yeah, <laughs> um, cut it in half. <laughs> I, uh, he was also dubbed the Sports Prince. Yeah, which, okay. which is pretty sweet. Yeah, um, and he, you know, brought a lot of sports to Japan, or hung out at a lot of sports things. He's Japan's other Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> my That's sorrow for you is like ten thousand candles is the name of the sim- signal you know that was their charity signal <laughs> that's why he was playing squash it was it was to you know let the gays know that he's okay yeah <laughs> that's right uh very very progressive uh wild bill aberhart queen's alum which kind of goes against his whole image of being, you know, like this like Bible thumping prairie guy. It's like, oh, you got your degree at Queens University? Yeah, in Kingston, Ontario. Yeah, Jesus. Real backwoods stuff. Kathleen Wynn. Uh, folks, more like Kathleen Lou's up top. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Holy one, shit. one of the, the most disliked politicians in Canadian history. Yeah. My yeah, goodness. Really filling a Clinton-esque role in Ontario. Yeah. Uh, John Baird, wonderful, a big old piece of shit John Baird, David Lloyd Johnston, who is a former principal of McGill, which once again tells you all you Yucky. need to know, oh my and God, then yeah. Prime Minister Sir Robert Borden, Queens' only Prime Minister. Wow, Robert yeah. Borden with an axe. There you go. Gave the country <laughs> 30 wax. <laughs> so Queens also very famously, you know, homecoming. It's a national news story at times. Like every couple of years, it'll get, get itself in there. Oh, I am yeah. ambivalent on homecoming, but we, I can understand why so people are We've done so many fucking annoyed. homecoming episodes. We, yeah. You know our stance on it. It should We've, be canceled and the students should be a massacred. Yeah, we should lock them in Kingston Pen. Yeah. Because it's not being used, you know, over the summer or over the fall anyways. Yeah. Well, so stacked up against Dalhousie and Western. Well, who are you guys taking here? Queens it's, is obviously. Queens is obviously. I'm sorry. It's got to be us. Yeah. We, uh, we didn't even in comparison? mention. They torture monkeys in a basement uh, yeah. like, at the medical library. 
mm-hmm. not good. Oh yeah, no. there, and there was yeah, as uh, Grace has pointed out, n- new blackface issue this year involving oh, yes, somebody yeah, yeah. somebody running for leadership of the Queen's as, as opposed to the one that happened like five years ago when they I also, was still in school and the Corona I, party. <laughs> I also heard that they have a new professor who's trying to work on harnessing the power of the sun. Doctor Otto Octavian, you hear that guy? <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's who Queens has hired. <laughs> yeah, what a strange pull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, shut the fuck up. Um, uh, I heard Queens that actually shot, does uh, have like um, a. Um, I actually heard that Skeletor goes there too. Uh, yeah. No, they, uh, they Pinky have... and the Brain go there, and there you uh, go. <laughs> Pinky and the <laughs> they are not evil. <laughs> you take that back. One of them um, is. I did hear something recently. They Pinky. like found catacombs to like, uh, some kind of like particle accelerator thing in the basement or whatever. <laughs> Why are you, you that? Why are you on this? Yeah, what's, what, <laughs> I no, need you to I'm land this plane. This one's real. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling the truth. Queens found a bunch of underground stuff. Anyways, c- continue. Fuck me. I, I will say. <laughs> now, Queens also does feature the beloved CFRC, which is obviously points against it being evil. But yeah, hey, you got you got to take the overwhelming bad with the little bits of good. Mm. All right, then we move on to the other semifinal, and this is where we introduce the heavy hitter, the University of McGill. Yeah, McGill, this is big boy hours. Boy, oh boy. The number one overall seed in the tournament, in my, opi- my opinion. Founded in 1821, as we've mentioned, English language university located in Montreal has everything you look for. It's literally named after James McGill, a Scottish fur trader and slave owner who funded the establishment of the university in his will. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. good. Considered one of the top universities in the world, been named Canada's best for the last 18 years. And it'll make sense given the list of alum we're going to read through. Because boy, oh boy, McGill has an insane list of alum in its history. Murderers Row. They have, and this is what the, you know, they claim they have oh, 18 billionaires have gotten, have spent some time at McGill University. So 18 billionaires. Strong way to start off. Just Jesus. 18 evil people. They also are one of the schools for our favorite governor general, Julie Payette. Yay. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's <laughs> back. <laughs> Including a couple other important political figures, you know, Wilfrid Laurier, Abbott, a couple of our prime ministers, and of course, our current prime minister, Justin Trudeau. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. one. Well, say uh, what you want. Obviously, uh, McGill is delivering a top-class education. Yeah, clearly. Uh, they they also are the University of Mike Babcock, one of the most classic, like, nasty piece-of-shit hockey coaches. Just, like, a really unpleasant individual. I saw his name on that list, and I was like, yep, that's a good one to have. Yeah. Uh, con- conservative commentariat, Charles Krauthammer, who very famously was... <laughs> Became quadriplegic by jumping into an empty pool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. He, uh, you can look up, he's, he's long dead now, but you can look up some of his fine works that are extremely. <laughs> he's long dead, but you can still see the imprint that he yeah, left. In the pool. He literally jumped into, like, from a diving board, an empty pool. Oh, man. I like to imagine there was a little bucket with some water in it, and that's what he was aiming for. <laughs> Here's a good one. <laughs> Steven Pinker, famous Jeffrey Epstein flight log alum. Oh, yeah. Mm, he graduated two universities. Yep. Uh, Claire Saffitz from Bon Appetit. She's evil. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you white can make woman, an argument. White woman. <laughs> I just saw her name on the list, and it was so funny seeing, like, Steven Pinker, Charles Krauthammer, Julie Payette, and then Claire, <laughs> Claire Saffitz. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Obviously the most demented person on yeah. the list. What's with her hair? What's going on there? Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. the gray streak. I man. would never respect anyone with a gray streak. Yeah, that's right. No, that's it, gay. Uh, Another famous yeah. woman, Ivana Trump. That's right. Again, wow. hottie with a body. I yeah. didn't know that. Sorry. And yeah. I, I like her more than I like Wynn Butler from fucking Arcade Fire. Oh, I hate yeah, that, that motherfucker. That's a heartbreaker. <laughs> yeah. You don't really hear that. And then, Sorry, if you listen to Arcade Fire, yeah. you're a loser. You're done. <laughs> and then the greatest name in the history of the world. I was, this is like points for them not being evil because this name yeah, always makes they, me laugh. Uh, former IOC chairman, which is an evil organization. Uh, Dick Pound. Hey! <laughs> Pretty good. Dick, Dick, Dick Pound. Pound. Uh, Dick, Dick Pound, Pound, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Dick, Pound. Dick Pound. Uh, 
Then we move on to some not so fun stuff, which we've talked about before in our our, our worst Canadians countdown. <laughs> Donald Ewan Cameron, who was a staff member at McGill in their uh, mental health psychology department, working at the Allen Memorial Institute, who was involved with the MK Ultra project. So dosing people for the sake of establishing mind control. It's true. Yeah, and just really like never psychologically. Face consequences. <clears throat> oh yeah, destroying people. Psychologically tormenting people. Although yes. we, it, we do have to pay respect uh for all the work that uh Mr. Cameron did uh like establishing uh and providing the seed funding for what would become this show. Yeah. So. Yeah, true. He also uh you could say was the originator of the schizo post. Yeah, really brought it to the fore with the, the <laughs> Unabomber's manifesto. <laughs> and folks, we aren't even done yet. So McGill also, talking about sports, which is a constant theme, had a racist name for all of their sports teams. Oh, did they? They were the McGill Redmen. Oh my god. For a long time. So the McGill Redmen... Uh, and they kept this name from the 1800s until 2019 when just, they changed their name to the McGill Redbirds. Red Leafs, Redbird. I'm sorry. Again, Redbirds is not a good name for a no. team. No, I would no. get rid of the red entirely if I if I was in the chair, I think. The McGill but Birds? The, Go Birds. Yeah, the McGill Birds would be better. Uh, their football team also had a lot of hazing scandals throughout the early 2000s, which is funny because they were dog shit. So, you know, what's the <laughs> point? Yeah, what were you getting hazed into? <laughs> this one is so wild to me. So it was not uncommon for universities to have anti-Jewish quotas in place. You know, we won't, we'll only accept so yeah. many of, of the Jewish people. The first um, JQ. Yeah. Queens very famously <laughs> actually didn't have one, which is why Alfred Bader decided to attend that school and hence why he's been so generous with his donations after uh mcgill had theirs in place until the late 1960s what (laughs) why like what are you doing at that point i don't know late 60s was that like an oversight like what the (laughs) yeah they never got around to it they just played like different (laughs) rules in quebec also let's be remember this is montreal yeah (laughs) you have a jewish quota at a school in montreal yeah that's fucking bizarre (laughs) what are you doing actually yeah that's insane literally the other biggest jewish community outside of new york city in north america at the time yeah yeah that's like it's like purposefully like (laughs) shitty yeah it's just i i couldn't believe i was i laughed so hard when i saw that i was like what are you doing like everybody else after the holocaust was like well maybe we should get rid of this (laughs) mcgill's like "Eh, (laughs) yeah we'll get to it (laughs) yeah don't worry about it and then uh recently mcgill university was the subject of controversy in january of 2023 when their center for human rights and legal pluralism pluralism hosted an event titled Sex versus Gender, Identity Debate in the United Kingdom and the Divorce of LGB from T. So it was led by McGill alumnus Robert Wintemule. It was uh, protested by transgender activist groups who stormed into the talk. That's the use of words from this article. Uh, the group claimed that this was no- that the speaker was notoriously transphobic and trans-exclusionary, and the talk was ultimately canceled shortly after it started. So, hey, direct action works. Sick. Okay, I'm glad that that, that worked out. But... And then this that was one... a that was yeah. the original Trans Day of Vengeance. Yeah, they... okay. <laughs> I don't know if it was the original. Yeah, I know there's been a few of those. Uh, I think. That was In... the first and only one. 2019, <laughs> McGill received a record-setting $200 million endowment from McCall McBain. The company's CEO, coincidentally enough, is now the chancellor of McGill University. McBain? Uh, like the yeah, guy McCall McBain. That, uh, in all those Simpsons movies? Yeah, except this guy's Swiss. Yeah. He's not German. Ah, uh, damn. I know. Just like a weird-looking Swiss guy. So, uh, I, I don't think it's unfair to say that McGill... Unless, okay, McGill I, is obviously my choice to move forward, but does anybody have anything that they could argue against the big M? Yeah, there's there's no, this isn't a competition. No. This is yeah. a fucking, this is a just, sweep. This is just a shutout. By, just yeah. by the nature of being like the de facto high-end, like respected school in Canada is automatically, again, you're just like the most reptilian freaks will gravitate to you. Uh, so mm. almost by no, just by virtue of having prestige, 
is is tainted uh, by evil. Yeah. So then it comes down to this, our final. Uh, and we can make this a triple threat as well if Chance wants to add in Sissy U. But... <laughs> no, it's okay. You made your mistake. We have to live with it now. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes down to the two that were fated. The former football... And McGill and Queens used to be like massive football, massive sports rivals as well when they were in the same conference. Like genuinely, it was a heated rivalry. So it is perhaps appropriate that in determining Canada's most evil university, here we are again, Queens and McGill. Yeah. Uh, For me, again, I wish I could play devil's advocate. I feel like it's got to be McGill. Uh, Also, maybe I should add, maybe we are a little too close to Queens to Mm. view it objectively. Uh, And uh, I'm I'm trying to uh, sort of... Uh, steer myself the other way. I like my heart, my gut wants to say Queens just because, you know, mm-hmm. I've been staring at its de- decaying corpse up close for a while. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, you just got to take the sure bet. Uh, I've got a lot of money riding on this bracket, so I'm going to have to go McGill. Queens is like, I'd like to pick, but even with the mining stuff, it's just, it's just not quite enough. They need one other horrible thing to push them over the top. And do you know what? It's not too late. Yeah. <laughs> Be the change next you want to see. For me, it's uh, Claire Saffitz being an alumnus uh, from McGill yeah, that true. really <laughs> makes it so that they are the worst. Mm-hmm. So oh, I'm, oh. Ch- I'm choosing McGill as well. Yeah, Her just... apple cider donuts were so dry. <laughs> yeah. so this, this podcast is supported by Sola L. Whaley. I think she'd sign off on that. Hell yeah. Hell I, I yeah. think she would agree with everything we've said today. Yeah. So congratulations to the University of McGill. They were the favorites coming into this tournament. They cruised through their bracket. They got a bit of a scare, but they uh, still win by a comfortable margin over the Queens University. Mm-hmm. A, a hard-fought victory. And you, you, you got to say, they just wanted it more. They have such a consistent track record of doing evil things, looping in the CIA you know, that's that's like yeah. their training camp arc. They went and they got to learn how to be even more evil <laughs> yeah. along that, the way. That was, that was their Pi May training montage. Yeah. they. Uh, it's just, how can you unseat that, you know? Yeah, incredible. Well, thank and, you so much. Uh, for, yeah, oh, sorry, thank you, you Jesse. Oh, you know, hosting. shout out to Western for the upset of the tournament. Overcoming yeah. the University of Toronto just by virtue of U of T having cool people going there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it says a lot. Like, you know, when you have cool people going to your school, it can really push you out of the evil bracket. Yeah, vibes and cool people. Every school should know that. Makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's it. We've uh, we've done it. We've gone and bloody done it. We, we beat the actual March Madness, too. This will be out before oh, we, the oh, tournament's yeah, he, done. Yeah. 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 Yes. And also, Smart to all Madness. of our uh, main listeners, I know, you know, university is still probably 10, 12 years away from, <laughs> from, for you, but you will get there one day, and you should just keep these things in mind. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to be a Julie Payette, or do you want to be a Pokemane? <laughs> yeah. Which, which way, Western woman? <laughs> <laughs> Something to dwell right. on. <laughs> Let's get out of here, folks. Peace.